The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Some parts of the Northern Hemisphere have been experiencing extreme heat lately, so please check up on your neighbors. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, June 16th, 2022, Thursday of the 11th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle 2. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is St. Teresa of Portugal. Born in 1178, the eldest daughter of King Sancho I of Portugal, she married her cousin, King Alfonso IX of Leon. Now, the couple had several children, but the marriage was declared invalid because of consanguinity. They were too closely related. She returned to Portugal and founded a Benedictine monastery, replaced the monks with nuns, and expanded the monastery to accommodate 300 nuns. And then she lived there herself. St. Teresa of Portugal died in 1250. St. Teresa of Portugal, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus Christ, in union with that divine intention with which you offered to God your praises on earth through your most sacred heart, and now offer them in the sacrament of the Eucharist everywhere, even to the end of time, I most gladly offer you throughout this entire day all my thoughts and intentions all my affections and desires, all my words and deeds, in imitation of the Most Holy Heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary Immaculate. Amen. And in the month of June, we're joining Pope Francis in praying for Christian families around the world. May they embody and experience unconditional love and advance in holiness in their daily lives. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, My God and angel, intercede for me. Holy Spirit, I'm really grateful to you that you've chosen me today to lead this prayer, which is about the Our Father, the prayer that Jesus himself taught us. And I'm really grateful, as I said, Holy Spirit, because it's such a rich prayer. It's such a goldmine. And it seems to me that it's a prayer which is suitable for every charism. Of course it is, because Jesus... You taught it us yourself. And it's the prayer you want for every Christian. And it doesn't simply give us the words you want to pray, but it gives us the very structure of prayer, the order of prayer. It's the prayer which takes us right into the heart of the Father, into the heart of the Father's love. So let's pray about this. Let's unpack it, guided by the Holy Spirit, to realise what a treasure, Jesus, you've given us in this prayer. And we begin with the words, Our Father, which of course in the original Greek and also in the Latin translation really is Father of us, 
So the first word is Father, our Father, or Father of us. And as Pope Benedict wrote in his Jesus of Nazareth book, although he was actually quoting somebody else, in those two words, our Father, we have the whole history of salvation. Because Heavenly Father, when we sinned against you, when we made ourselves slaves of sin, you set in motion immediately your plan of salvation, which was to make us once again your children, and even more than children, a better form of filiation in your Son, sons and daughters in the Son, children of God in your own divine Son. So that's your plan for us, to make us your children, our Father. But let's just take a tiny step back. In introducing this prayer, Jesus, you told us that we mustn't babble like the pagans. Don't use empty words. It seems as if the ancient pagan religions sometimes felt that they had to get the right words in order for their divinity to hear, or their divinities. And if you didn't get the right words, if you didn't press the right buttons, as it were, they wouldn't answer you. Heavenly Father, you don't need us to say special words. You love us as your children. Children never need to say special words. Indeed, when children say anything remotely, I was going to say intelligent, but that's not, not even that, remotely funny, curious, charming, then parents are delighted. And Heavenly Father, you are more a parent, more a father than all the fathers and mothers put together. So you're delighted. You don't want us to find special words. What you want is the love and sincerity of our hearts. Our Father, let's try to seek a prayer which is ever more aiming at God the Father, ever more seeking to enter into the heart of the Father. And yes, we could say to win the heart of the Father by our simplicity, by our simple trust. Let's not just say the Our Father to get it done with. I think of the children of Fatim before before the angel appeared to them, before Our Lady began to teach them, but they wanted to get the rosary done with so they could get back to their games. So they'd promise their parents that they'd pray it. So they'd go and say, Our Father, Hail Mary, Hail Mary, Hail Mary, Hail Mary, Hail Mary, Hail Mary, ten times, glory be. First mystery, second mystery, Our Father, Hail Mary, Hail Mary, Hail Mary, ten times, glory be. And in that way, of course, they got the rosary done in about one minute and then they could go off to play. Well, they were kids and they didn't know any better then. They learned a lot better through Our Lady and they came to value the rosary. Well, Father, we want to savour the Our Father like a delicious glass of wine, some precious wine or some tasty food. Our Father, that you are our Father. Having rejoiced in your paternity, your fatherhood, that you are our Father, we then say, of our, of us. You are the Father of everyone. We, it's not just a selfish relationship. You're not just my Father to give me what I want when I want it, like an infinite cash machine. In fact, recognising you as Father, loving you as Father, necessarily leads me to see others as brothers. And therefore it's of us, our Father, not just mine. So that love of filiation quickly leads to fraternity. Recognising my duty towards others. That other Christians, other people, whether they're Christians or not, are also my brothers and sisters, whom I have a responsibility towards, and whom I must love, who art in heaven. There, Jesus, you give us the goal. Heaven must always be our goal. And God pours down so many graces from heaven. We need to constantly keep heaven in our sights. As much as we, we love this world, as much as we want to sanctify this world, we know that we are aiming for heaven. We must never in any way become worldly. We must never 
fall in love with this world. There's that subtle balance, that nuance. We love the world, but we don't fall in love with it. We don't make it our goal. And this could be a good point of examination. Am I really aiming for heaven? Am I ready to renounce everything, my career, my success, my pleasures, even a relationship for the sake of heaven? Certainly if anything in any way might put in danger my getting to heaven, I must cut it off, as our Lord talks of in other parts of the Sermon on the Mount. Am I ready to renounce everything, everything, for the sake of heaven? It's a good question to ask ourselves. Will this get me to heaven? And this is complemented by, hallowed be thy name. We want God's name to be held holy. We want God to be recognised as holy in everything. Therefore we want God's holiness to be recognised in society's laws, in society's institutions, but also in our daily work, by offering our work to God, by making it holy. We are hallowing God's name. We are sanctifying God's name. Of course, we don't add anything to God's holiness. We don't give him anything. But we are recognising his holiness. We are seeking holiness, seeking to share in his holiness, in this activity. We want all the glory for God. Hallowed be thy name, not my own glory. Deo omnis gloria, all the glory for God, as Hen Hosemir used to insist. He would warn us that if we tried to, in any way, appropriate glory for ourselves, we were robbing God's glory, falsely seeking it, taking it, as it were, from him. And then, thy kingdom come which could be another description of our apostolate, our work of evangelization. We want Christ to reign. Now Christ reigns above all in our hearts, Lord Jesus. I want you to be king of my heart. I want my heart to be your throne. I want to be your donkey, bringing you as king to the crowds wherever I go. And I'm as dumb as a donkey, and sometimes the best I can manage is eat on, eat on, and I behave like a donkey and complain like a donkey. But you chose a donkey as your throne an ugly, rough beast. And that's what I am. But you are still ready to use me as your throat. I want to bear you wherever I go. Let's strive to make Christ reign ever more in society. So often his reign is rejected. We do not want this man to rule over us. Away with him. Away with him. We have no king but Caesar. We heard the crowds crying out on the day of our Lord's death, precisely to put him to death. But we must do whatever we can for Christ to reign, placing him at the summit of all human activities, all fields, law, education, business, science, the family, medicine, you name it, the arts. What can we do to bring about a new culture in which Christ is once again reigning? He can bring his life-giving and civilizing power. Christianity has made our civilization, our arts, our laws, our science, and it has the power to renew it and to keep on doing so. And that's a big part of our apostolate. But for this, thy will be done. We have to do Christ's will. We have to let him reign in our hearts and we must seek his will. We must be living stones that he can cut and mould and form and use us as he wants, on earth as it is in heaven, bringing God's kingdom to earth making our family a little bit more God's kingdom, our place of work, our environment, where we move, God's kingdom, a little bit more heaven. Where you go, do you make your environment a little bit more heaven? Where you are, where you live, where you move, is it a little bit more heaven, thanks to you? We then begin to ask for all these other things. Now, we don't have much time to go into them, just shows the richness of the Our Father. We say very simply, daily bread, that's all our need. First of all, we begin by praising God, and only then do we ask our needs. Sometimes we tend to do the exact opposite, don't we? We certainly need forgiveness, so we pray for that too, but realising that to receive forgiveness, we must show it to others. 
But we're very weak and we so easily fall into sin. And so we pray, lead us not into temptation, save us from temptation, but deliver us from evil. Without God's grace, we'd fall into sin. We need to be prudent, but that alone is not enough. We always need God's grace. God is our Father and he gave us Mary as our mother. And she teaches us to say this prayer as mothers teach their children to pray, to deal with God as Father, to do his will and to seek to spread his kingdom. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour and this is Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday of the 11th week in Ordinary Time, June 16th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord. The Lord is our God. Come, let us worship the Lord. The Lord is our God. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us, so will your ways be known upon earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples, you guide the nations on earth. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. The earth has yielded its fruit. For God, our God, has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing till the ends of the earth revere him. Come, let us worship the Lord. The Lord is our God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Look on us, Lord, and see how we are despised. 
Look, Look on us, Lord, and, and see how we are despised. And yet you, Lord, have rejected and spurned and are angry with the one you have anointed. You have broken your covenant with your servant and dishonored his crown in the dust. You have broken down all his walls and reduced his fortresses to ruins. He is despoiled by all who pass by. He has become the taunt of his neighbors. You have exalted the right hand of his foes. You have made all his enemies rejoice. You have made his sword give way. You have not upheld him in battle. You have brought his glory to an end. You have hurled his throne to the ground. You have cut short the years of his youth. You have heaped disgrace upon him. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, as, as it, it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Look, Look on us, Lord, and, and see how we are despised. I am the root and stock of David. I am the morning star. I am the root and stock of David. I am the morning star. How long, O Lord, will you hide yourself forever? How long will your anger burn like a fire? Remember, Lord, the shortness of my life and how frail you have made the sons of men. What man can live and never see death? Who can save himself from the grasp of the grave? Where are your mercies of the past, O Lord, which you have sworn in your faithfulness to David? Remember, Lord, how your servant is taunted, how I have to bear all the insults of the peoples. Thus your enemies taunt me, O Lord mocking your anointed at every step. Blessed be the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, God of mercy and fidelity, you made a new and lasting pact with men and sealed it in the blood of your Son. Forgive the folly of our disloyalty, and make us keep your commandments, so that in your new covenant we may be witness and heralds of your faithfulness and love on earth, and sharers of your glory in heaven. I am the root and stock of David. I am the morning star. Our years wither away like grass, but you, Lord God, are eternal. Our years wither away like grass, but you, Lord God, are eternal. O Lord, you have been our refuge from one generation to the next. Before the mountains were born, or the earth, or the world brought forth, you are God. Without beginning, or end. You turn men back into dust and say, Go back, sons of men. To your eyes a thousand years are like yesterday, come and gone, no more than a watch in the night. 
you sweep men away like a dream, like grass which springs up in the morning. In the morning it springs up and flowers, by evening it withers and fades. So we are destroyed in your anger, struck with terror in your fury. Our guilt lies open before you, our secrets in the light of your face. All our days pass away in your anger. Our life is over like a sigh. Our span is seventy years or eighty for those who are strong. And most of these are emptiness and pain. They pass swiftly and we are gone. Who understands the power of your anger and fears the strength of your fury? Make us know the shortness of our life that we may gain wisdom of heart. Lord, relent. Is your anger forever? Show pity to your servants. In the morning, fill us with your love. We shall exult and rejoice all our days. Give us joy to balance our affliction for the years when we knew misfortune. Show forth your work to your servants. Let your glory shine on their children. Let the favor of the Lord be upon us. Give success to the work of our hands. Give success to the work of our hands. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Eternal Father, you give us life despite our guilt and even add days and years to our lives in order to bring us wisdom. Make us love and obey you so that the works of our hands may always display what your hands have done until the day we gaze upon the beauty of your face. Our years wither away like grass, but you, Lord God, are are eternal. In you is the source of life. In your light we see light itself. A reading from the book of Judges. The Israelites said to Gideon, Rule over us, you, your son, and your son's son, for you rescued us from the power of Midian. But Gideon answered them, I will not rule over you, nor shall my son rule over you. The Lord must rule over you. Now Gideon had seventy sons, his direct descendants, for he had many wives. His concubine, who lived in Shechem, also bore him a son, whom he named Abimelech. At a good old age, Gideon, son of Joash, died, and was buried in the tomb of his father Joash, in the Ophrah of the Abizarites. Abimelech, son of Jerubbaal, went to his mother's kinsmen in Shechem, and said to them and to the whole clan to which his mother's family belonged, Put this question to all the citizens of Shechem. Which is better for you, that seventy men or all Jerubbaal's sons rule over you, or that one man rule over you? You must remember that I am your own flesh and blood. When his mother's kin repeated these words to them on his behalf, 
All the citizens of Shechem sympathized with Abimelech, thinking he is our kinsman. They also gave him seventy silver shekels from the temple of Baal of Berith, with which Abimelech hired shiftless men and ruffians as his followers. He then went to his ancestral house in Ophrah and slew his brothers, the seventy sons of Jerubbaal, on one stone. Only the youngest son of Jerubbaal, Jotham, escaped, for he was hidden. Then all the citizens of Shechem and all Beth Milo came together and proceeded to make Abimelech king by the terebinth at the memorial pillar in Shechem. When this was reported to him, Jotham went to the top of Mount Gerizim and standing there cried out to them in a loud voice, Hear me, citizens of Shechem, that God may then hear you. Once the trees went to anoint a king over themselves, so they said to the olive tree, Reign over us. But the olive tree answered them, Must I give up my rich oil, whereby men and gods are honored, and go to wave over the trees? Then the trees said to the fig tree, Come, you reign over us. But the fig tree answered them, Must I give up my sweetness and my good fruit and go to wave over the trees? Then the trees said to the vine, Come, you, and reign over us. But the vine answered them, Must I give up my wine that cheers gods and men and go to wave over the trees? Then all the trees said to the buckthorn, Come, you reign over us. But the buckthorn replied to the trees, If you wish to anoint me king over you in good faith, come and take refuge in my shadow. Otherwise, let fire come from the buckthorn and devour the cedars of Lebanon. If then you have acted in good faith and with honor toward Jerubbaal and his family this day, rejoice in Abimelech, and may he in turn rejoice in you. But if not, let fire come forth from Abimelech to devour the citizens of Shechem and Bethmilo, and let fire come forth from the citizens and Bethmilo to devour Abimelech. The Word of the Lord I will not rule over you, nor shall my son. The Lord Lord will will rule rule over over you. Praise and honor, glory and power to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. The The Lord Lord will will rule over you. From a treatise on the Lord's Prayer by St. Cyprian, Bishop and Martyr. As the Lord's Prayer continues, we ask, Give us this day our daily bread. 
we can understand this petition in a spiritual and in a literal sense. For in the divine plan, both senses may help toward our salvation. For Christ is the bread of life. This bread does not belong to everyone, but is ours alone. When we say, Our Father, we understand that He is the Father of those who know Him and believe in Him. In the same way we speak of our daily bread, because Christ is the bread of those who touch His body. Now we who live in Christ and receive His Eucharist, the food of salvation, ask for this bread to be given us every day. Otherwise we may be forced to abstain from this communion because of some serious sin. In this way we shall be separated from the body of Christ, as he taught us in the words, I am the bread of life which has come down from heaven. Anyone who eats my bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. Christ is saying then that anyone who eats his bread will live forever. Clearly they possess life who approach his body and share in the Eucharistic communion. For this reason, we should be apprehensive and pray that no one has to abstain from this communion, lest he be separated from the body of Christ and be far from salvation. Christ has warned of this. If you do not eat of the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you will have no life in you. We pray for his daily bread, Christ, to be given to us. With his help, we who live and abide in him will never be separated from his body and his grace. After this, we ask pardon for our sins in the words, And forgive us our trespasses. The gift of bread is followed by a prayer for forgiveness. To be reminded that we are sinners and forced to ask forgiveness for our faults is prudent and sound. Even while we are asking God's forgiveness, our hearts are aware of our state. This command to pray daily for our sins reminds us that we commit sin every day. No one should complacently think himself innocent, lest his pride lead to further sin. Such is the warning that John gives us in his letter. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, the Lord is faithful and just and will forgive our sins. His letter includes both points, that we should beg for forgiveness for our sins, and that we receive pardon when we do. He calls the Lord faithful, because He remains loyal to His promise by forgiving us our sins. He both taught us to pray for our sins and our faults, and also promised to show us a Father's mercy and forgiveness. In you. Lord, is my hope, and I shall never hope in vain, for you are my rock and my fortress. For, for your, your name's sake, lead and guide me. Look at my misery and suffering, and forgive all my sins. For, for your, your name's sake, lead and, and guide me. Let us pray. O God, strength of those who hope in you, Graciously hear our pleas, and, since without you mortal frailty can be nothing, grant us always the help of your grace, that in following your commands we may please you by our resolve and our deeds. 
through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 22 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming right up on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday of the 11th week in Ordinary Time, June 16th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek, and today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, Jesus gives us pretty much the perfect prayer from the sixth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. And in praying, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do. For they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them. For your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Pray then like this. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive men their trespasses your heavenly Father also will forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. Well, it's sometimes said that vocal prayer is simply mental prayer overflowing to your voice. But it can work the other way around, too. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. The secret of the fruitful lives of good Christians lies in their prayer, in that they pray well and pray often. It is from our prayer, whether mental or vocal, that we derive strength for self-denial and sacrifice and overcome tiredness in work, offering our fatigue to God, and so continue faithful in the small heroic acts of each day. It has been said that prayer is the food and breath of the soul, because it puts us in close contact with God and leads us to know and love Him more. Genuine piety is the habitual and unchanging attitude that allows the Christian to evaluate from God's standpoint his daily work. Looking at things in this way, he finds opportunity to exercise the virtues, to offer up the well-finished piece of work, the small mortifications. Scarcely realizing it, we become immersed in God and gradually find we are praying as well through faultless work, even though we may not be making express acts of prayer. A glance at a crucifix or at a picture of Our Lady, an aspiration, a short vocal prayer, all help us at this stage to maintain the stable manner of being of the soul. And it is then possible for us to pray constantly, or always to pray, as our Lord asks. 
There are many times when we ought to be concentrating intently on our work. And at such moments, the mind is incapable of thinking directly about God and focusing our attention on what we are doing at the same time. Nevertheless, if we maintain that habitual disposition of the soul, that union with God, or at least retain the intention of doing everything for God, then we are in fact praying without interruption. Just as the body needs food and the lungs crave fresh air, so the soul requires to turn to the Lord for sustenance. Our heart will find an habitual expression in words, in the vocal prayers taught us by God himself, the Our Father, or by his angels, the Hail Mary. On other occasions, we will use the time-proven words that have expressed the piety of millions of our brothers in the faith, prayers from the liturgy, Lexarandi, or others whose source is the love of an ardent heart, like the antiphons to Our Lady, Subtuum Presidium, Memorare, Salve Regina, many favorite prayers to the Blessed Virgin, many profound and beautiful poems to Our Lady, such as the Adoro Te Devote of St. Thomas Aquinas, often said on Thursdays in honor of Our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament, were composed by men and women sometimes well-known and sometimes not. These traditional prayers have been kept lovingly in the bosom of the Church over the years as precious gems so that we could make use of them. Perhaps for many they have the remembered sweetness of those basic lessons for life they learned at their mother's knee. They are a very important part of the spiritual equipment we need to face up to every kind of difficulty. Vocal prayer is superabundance and overflowing of love and logically should be frequently employed from the start of the day till we give our last thought to God before rest. And it will rise to our lips, this vocal prayer, perhaps silently at the most unexpected moments. Acquire the habit of saying vocal prayers in the morning while you are dressing, like little children. You will have greater presence of God later during the day. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Thirteen minutes before the hour, let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. On the holy mountain is his city, cherished by the Lord. The Lord prefers the gates of Zion to all Jacob's dwellings. Of you are told glorious things, O city of God. Babylon and Egypt I will count among those who know me. Philistia, Tyre, Ethiopia, these will be her children, and Zion shall be called Mother, for all shall be her children. It is he, the Lord Most High, who gives each his place. In the register of peoples, he writes, These are her children. And while they dance, they will sing, and you all find their home. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, your only Son wept over ancient Jerusalem, soon to be destroyed for its lack of faith. He established the new Jerusalem firmly upon rock and made it the mother of the faithful. Make us rejoice in your church and grant that all people may be reborn into the freedom of your spirit. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. The Lord, the mighty conqueror, will come. He will bring with him the prize of victory. The Lord, Lord, the mighty mighty conqueror, conqueror will come. He He will bring bring with him the prize of victory. victory. Here comes with power the Lord God, who rules by his strong arm. Here is his reward with him, his recompense before him. Like a shepherd he feeds his flock. In his arms he gathers the lambs, carrying them in his bosom and leading the ewes with care. Who has cupped in his hand the waters of the sea and marked off the heavens with a span? Who has held in a measure the dust of the earth, weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance? Who has directed the Spirit of the Lord, or has instructed him as his counselor? Whom did he consult to gain knowledge? Who taught him the path of judgment, or showed him the way of understanding? Behold, the nation's Count as a drop of the bucket, as rust on the scales. The coastlands weigh no more than powder. Lebanon would not suffice for fuel, nor its animals be enough for holocausts. Before him, all the nations are as naught, as nothing, and void he accounts them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord, the mighty conqueror, will come. He will bring with him the prize of victory. Give praise to the Lord our God. Bow down before his holy mountain. Give praise to the Lord our God. Bow down to his his holy mountain. The Lord is king. The peoples tremble. He is throned on the cherubim. The earth quakes. The Lord is great in Zion. He is supreme over all the peoples. Let them praise his name, so terrible and great. He is holy, full of power. You are a king who loves what is right. You have established equity, justice, and right. You have established them in Jacob. Exalt the Lord our God. Bow down before Zion his footstool. He the Lord is holy. Among the priests were Aaron and Moses. Among those who invoked his name was Samuel. They invoked the Lord 
and he answered. To them he spoke in the pillar of cloud. They did his will. They kept the law which he, the Lord, had given. O Lord, our God, you answered them. For them you were a God who forgives. Yet you punished all their offenses. Exalt the Lord our God. Bow down before his holy mountain, for the Lord our God is holy. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, you are the source of all holiness. Though no one can see you and live, you give life most generously and in an even greater way restore it. Sanctify your priests through your life-giving word and consecrate your people in his blood until our eyes see your face. Give Give praise to the Lord our God. Bow down before his holy mountain. A reading from 1 Peter. As generous distributors of God's manifold grace, Put your gifts at the service of one another, each in the measure he has received. The one who speaks is to deliver God's message. The one who serves is to do it with the strength provided by God. Thus, in all of you, God is to be glorified through Jesus Christ. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. From the depths of my heart I cry to you, hear me, O Lord. From From the the depths depths of my heart I cry to you, hear me, O Lord. I will do what you desire, hear me, O Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. From the depths of my heart I cry to you, hear me, O Lord. Let us serve the Lord in holiness and he will save us from our enemies. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from from the the hands of all who hate us. He He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us serve the Lord in holiness, and he will save us from our enemies. Let us joyfully cry out in thanks to God the Father, whose love guides and nourishes his people. May you be glorified, Lord, for all ages. May May you be glorified, Lord, for all ages. Most merciful Father, we praise you for your love. For you wondrously created us and even more wondrously restored us to grace. May you be glorified, Lord, for all ages. At the beginning of this day, fill our hearts with zeal for serving you. So that our thoughts and actions may redound to your glory. May May you be glorified, Lord, for all ages. Purify our hearts of every evil desire. Make us intent on doing your will. May May you be glorified, Lord, for all ages. Open our hearts to the needs of all men. Fill us with brotherly love. May May you be glorified, Lord, for all ages. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. All-powerful and ever-living God, shine with the light of your radiance on a people who live in the shadow of death. Let the dawn from on high break upon us, your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit. God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Well, it's another new day. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid is along a little bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do this again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. You go out and make it a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.